Okay, I'm back out here with Daryl now. These motherfuckers have shut the world down. Go and get the clutch of your diamonds and all your pearls now. Not shock. Already knew they was on some wicked shit. Flint, Michigan shouldn't have been in that predicament. Listen, nigga, this ain't the time for no real nigga shit. This the time to study and learn about who you dealing with. The evils, my nigga, the power is in the people. Fuck saying I can't breathe, they don't believe you. It's lethal. I'm checking your energy when I meet you. Cause black motherfuckers be weak too. This ain't a race thing. This ain't a hate thing. I keep it 100, my nigga. This ain't a fake thing. I've been out in the world, my nigga, since I was 18. Yeah, I'm not attached to shit. I might go to Beijing. I might go to Africa, nigga. Might go to Cape Town. I gon' take the camera and get the fuck out my face now. It's a pandemic. Pandemic. Look what you stole and we ran in it. And I've been running up bands in it. Just had to cut off my mans in it. I said, fuck it, I'm washing my hands with it. Pandemic. Look what you stole and we ran in it. Just had to cut off my mans in it. I said, fuck it, I'm washing my hands with it. Pandemic. Look what you stole and we ran in it. Yeah, man. That's knowledge right there, man. Pandemic. A nice little joint right there. Let me get a little volume down on this, man. Um, yeah, you can get them on all social media platforms, man. Um, that's knowledge pandemic, man. He just uh emailed me that the other day. I took a listen to it, man. He got some good joints on there. Um he got pandemic on there. Uh I like Know Yourself in Tokyo. Those was the ones, the joints that I do my favorite three. I had texted them and hit them up. <clears throat> told him that was my favorite three, but that was Plandemic. Y'all can get him on all social media platforms. Uh, you can catch him on YouTube, Instagram, and all of that. I don't got his handles, but it's um, N-O-L-A-J, and y'all can type that in. I'm pretty sure he's the only dude with that name, but before we get going, um, shop DeuceFireClothing.com. Um, go get you a hoodie, hat, it's about to be springtime, I got some nice baseball tees and stuff like that with nice inspirational stuff on it, invest in yourself, dream big, and um, I want to give a shout out to people that's um, that watch on YouTube and the people that listen to it um, through my anchor on Spotify, Overcast, and all of those good things, man, um, I make sure I put all the handles to all of those. You can click on them and get your listen on or your watch on, whatever you want to do. And we're going to get going, man. I'm going to uh, hit you with the intro first, man. Y'all know the deal. Hey, hey what is this? Cool. cool. It's Mike with the mic. Yep, yep. Now we got that out the way. Now we got that out the way, man. I want to um dabble on a few things today, man. I'm trying not to keep you all that long. I had a, a, um, another long work week, man. I'm telling you, like, we out here. We trying to get it, man. We trying to grind. And I just want to make sure that we get through everything, man. I got a few things I want to hit y'all with. But first, I want to say... Before I get into it, I won't uh, make sure Tiger Woods is okay, first of all. But more than that, it seemed like, I don't know, man, like he might want to just say fuck golf. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not saying that he can't play or anything like that, but like he's getting a little older and now you got an accident. They said uh, that he messed up both his legs you know what i'm saying be like a year or something like that if before he can get back to golf and i mean it's hard to tell people not to do what they love you know we watch players all the time like stick around a little too long but excuse me i'm sure he's not hurting for no money you know what i'm saying he's doing it he's clearly doing it for the love of the game but it's kind of like you know carl malone and 
you know, when Malone was on the Lakers and, you know, Ewan, I think Ewan was on like the Sonics and then like Orlando or something like that. And it was just like, come on, man. It's like, just let it go, man. It just seemed like, I don't know, man. You might want to wrap it up, but more than that, man, um, it just seemed like to me, I don't know, to me, that they was hoping he was drunk or high or some cocaine or something in the car. And it's just like, come on, man, make sure the man all right. And like before they, you know, when I was just kind of following the story, kind of like on just social media or whatever, it was like, okay, well, it wasn't no drugs in the car. It was like, damn, is he okay? You know, and then they was like, oh, yeah, yeah, he didn't die. And it was like, they all went in there looking for that. And, I, and that's the part that get me that they was just ready to crucify him. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't, that's not surprising to me because from what I understand and from where I'm sitting at, they've been sick of this motherfucker the whole time anyway. Like, he just been like pretty much dominating. Even when he's not winning, he's still the headline. You know, like Tiger Woods playing today and, you know, motherfuckers tune in and it'd be like, he's not even winning. So you got this kind of stuff going on where it, it, it seemed like, some people might just be happy that he's out of there or he's going to be out the way for a minute. But, you know, that be like when black people be like white people can't white people take something from us and we can't hide shit. That's how they feel about him in golf. I'm pretty sure, because that's pretty much a white person's game. You know what I'm saying? And like he came along and that's what made him so big is because he came through dominating and he can actually play. But I don't know, man. It just I just feel like they was looking for something bad to to just like pin on them. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, why is we so quick to want to crucify people just because, you know, because you don't like them. You know what I'm saying? And I, I feel them though, but not really. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not I'm not really a big golf fan, but you know, I'm just sure like people look at it and be like I don't know, <laughs> glad he kind of out the way, you know what I'm saying? That's how some people kind of feel about Bron. Like, once he retired, then we can worry about, you know, who's next up and all of that stuff. But um, I just hope he get – I hope he just be okay. That's just something I want to dabble on because I've seen people talking about it and I saw a couple of – I saw a couple of headlines where they was like, well, you know, he wasn't drunk and it wasn't nothing in the system. It's like, why is that the first thing we fucking looking for? But – that's just how I go. But before we move on, man, um, if y'all want to send something in, send it to um, Mike with a Mike 313 at gmail.com. You want to submit some music for me to play. If you want to advertise on the show, be a guest. Um, if you got questions about anything, you can just send them to Mike with a Mike 313 at gmail.com. Now, before we get into this next topic, man, I, I put up a status the other day and I just I've been writing stuff down about it because I was listening to something and somebody said the quote, you know, people, people will have a lifelong friendship with agreements to never call each other out on a bullshit. That was the status I had put up on, on my Facebook page. And um, I just wanted to dabble on that a little bit because I don't think people know how serious that can be to like fucking stuff up or to keep bullshit going. You know what I'm saying? And I just wanted to speak on that and that's like one of the things that kind of hurt the black community and we act like 
that it don't. You know what I'm saying? Like we got people that's out here doing fucked up shit and because they your homeboy, you won't say nothing. Or we got some some like with women, it be starting stuff and you know, just got like that one like messy friend who just be doing shit and y'all never call them out on their shit. And that's what I was saying when I heard the, the you know, when I put the status up, that's what I was saying. But sometimes through text people don't really get it. But it, you know, we we in a we in a place where we can't even like it could be like family or friends or coworkers or something like that. And you can't even say nothing to them because it's, it's coming at the risk of losing them. You know what I'm saying? And and that's not, you know, that, that shouldn't be the case. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you'll end up like fighting or like never speaking or, you know, all because you call them out on some of their bullshit. Like, you know, um, for, for case in point, it'd be like, you might see somebody on Facebook like a woman. I'm just using this for an example. This is not no situation, but it is some people's situation where a guy will be doing for his kid, and if she's not, if he not doing enough what she feel he should be doing, she'll say he a deadbeat. But then you got friends around her that'll be like, yeah, yeah, or they won't say nothing because they don't want to argue and fight with her because you might lose your friend. But the truth of the matter is this man doing the best he can. And, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I mean by, you know, people have those agreements. And it's true, man. We see it all the time. We And we don't say nothing. And it'll just be like, you know, you'll sit back and watch somebody shit on somebody and y'all know it ain't true. Like, I try not to do that. You know what I'm saying? But I, I I find myself not saying stuff too because of that reason. You know what I'm saying? And we all do it. I'm, I'm assuming we all do it. But when I do it, it be really based on the fact that I just don't feel like arguing with you. And I just don't feel like wasting energy trying to convince you of something that I feel that you probably know already. Like some people say somebody smoke weed all the time and then they want to borrow money from you. It's like, tell them. You have money if you stop smoking weed. Like you shouldn't have a habit that you can't afford. And but you can't say that to your friend or your homeboy or your your brother or your cousin or whatever because you might have to whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, that's crazy. And it just be like, I don't know, man. I, I always go back to people want sometimes I be thinking they want shit to be fucked up. They want to stay on this level. They want things right here because we comfortable right here, man. You know, I'm eating. I got a place to stay. And it's just like, you can't even ask a motherfucker like, damn, you don't want more without them, you know, trying to dig off into you because, you know, I heard that about myself because, you know, I got a job and I make some money. I think I'm better than somebody. No, I don't. If I just want more, I'm I'm not really worried about that part i'm trying to figure out why you don't or why you not asking me what i can do like i say that all the time i ask people all the time like what can i do to get to that next level but i'm going to ask somebody on the next level me being here is not going to you know do that and you should be able to tell your friend that and if you can't then maybe it ain't a friendship you know what i'm saying and when stuff like that hit the fan it'd be like Okay, you're not number one on my list. You might be my friend, but you're not number one on my list. And sometimes you can't tell a friend that because they'll be like, oh, man, you acting funny and all of that. But, like, we grow up. 
people get wives and husbands. You have kids, you know, you get a job, you might have a hobby. You might like my podcast. I got to do this. So that means this is an hour, hour and a half, two, three hours setting up, you know, editing and, you know, everything. It goes into it. That means I'm taking three hours away from something else. So when I pull the scale out, got my wife, I got my kids, I got my job, I got to sleep. Chances are I can't hang out with my homeboy. Now, if he can't understand that, then maybe he not my homeboy to begin with. And then some people, you know, they look at it like you you picking something over them. And those are that those are the people that I be saying. I just be like, why why people do that stuff and, and then expect you the one thing is they they get mad that they not number one on your list, but you not number one on theirs. And that's what I mean about, you know, that one way relationship or friendship or whatever you want to call it. I say relationships, but, you know, everybody got their language. I'm just saying, like, I don't be caring. I, I learned not to care. Let me say that because it was it was a time in my life where I felt like I had to make time for my friends. I had to make time for this. I had to be here for this and somebody have a party. I can't miss your party or I got to be here if y'all want to go hoop and I got because I haven't seen you in a week. No, if you can't understand that I got all this stuff going on and I can't make it today, then or I might not be able to make it this week. I might not be able to make it this month. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean about these one way relationships when people have these like unwritten rules. You know what I'm saying? When when you have a relationship with somebody and and it and it don't be fair if you if you sit there and not let it be fair if you always every time they call you you right there if every time they need something you right there or you know I remember I had a talk with Janetta one time and I was explaining to her this girl told a guy you all I got I don't have nothing else like I don't want to be all somebody got like I don't want to be all she got I don't want to be all my kids got have something else don't put that kind of pressure on me in no kind of relationship that I got to always be there for you. I have to be there because what about when I got something going on? All of a sudden, I don't love you and I don't care about you because I got to go to work or because I work six days this week and I'm ready to lay the fuck down and chill out on my day off. That shit just be crazy, man. And then when you say no or you put that kind of, you know, you draw that line, they get upset. Then they often tell people how fucked up person you is. And they go out here, they'll search, they'll find somebody because misery love company and they'll find that company. You know what I'm saying? And it's always somebody like, yeah, I know, right? And then they'll be besties, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? If you can't understand my list and what I got going on, then go the fuck ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just not that kind of guy. I just don't like how you have to worry about, like, you know, you losing somebody. And I see it. All the, we all see it all the time and we all keep our mouth shut on stuff. I just be wondering why, you know what I'm saying? Because I was listening to the thing and when she said it, it just kind of like hit me. And I was like, damn, like it's people that do that stuff and I was doing that stuff. But we just all got to, you know, draw the line, make sure we in a, a decent friendship or relationship. And, and if they got to be understanding. They got to be respectful and if they not, then you might want to reconsider that friendship or that relationship altogether. And that's just me and how I feel about things, because you got to really get like around people who 
you know, that's going to challenge you and lift you up and that's going to support you and, you know, cheer you on. But like more than anything, they you need people around you that's just going to be understanding. And like some of these relationships that people have, they simply just don't understand. And I, I just don't get that part when somebody say that you're a friend. They just got to understand that over time, you know, you have to readjust your list. And um, I think it was Eric Thomas. He said, like, do an inventory of your circle every six months or every year. And you might start off with somebody. Y'all might be best friends at 15, 16 through high school. Y'all might be A1 buddies. Then you get a girlfriend. Now, you got to make time for her. It's only 24 hours in a day. So you got to sleep. You got to work. Then you got to see her. And then you have kids. Then you so then you got your hobby that you want to do that make you feel better. You got to shop. You got to go to the grocery store. You got to wash clothes. You got to cook. You got to have family time. And that friend of yours start going down that list. Now they seven. And if they get upset about that, then you got to really be wondering, like, is that person your friend? And then if you're doing something and you got something going on, if they feel like they're not going to support you or they're not going to cheer you on or understand, then you really got to think about that instead of trying to readjust that list to make them fit up and forth. No, if you can't understand that you're seventh now, then you might as well get the fuck on because once you're not helping, you're hurting. And that's just simple as that. And that's not me trying to tell nobody to go cut their friends off. I'm just saying you got, that's something you have to think about when, you know, like I say, the older you get and you start packing stuff on and like me, I got kids, I got grandkids, I got a wife. Like, it's no way that I can just say, yeah, I'm going Saturday. Like, I'm not, I don't know. I, your birthday party Saturday? I don't know, man. I see. I'll let you know. And if if they tell me to work overtime at work, I'm going to take it. If my daughters call me or my son call me and say, hey, can you keep the grandkids? I'm going to keep them and f fuck your birthday party because I don't get to see them that much. And they, my kids and all of that, that's over partying any day. So if somebody want to turn around and say you didn't come to my birthday party because you had to work or whatever, then, you know, that's what I mean about, you know, that part about it. But I mean, getting back to the. To, you know, the the quote, I mean, the, the thing she said about people had a lifelong friendships with the the agreement to never call each other out. It just be all of that plays a part to me because it be the makeup of people, friendships and people relationships where it gets tilted because sometimes people hide dirt on each other. Sometimes people know you full of shit and sometimes you, they let some of your shit slide. So now you feel like you owe them to let they shit slide. Then they let this slide. You let that slide. Then it's 10 years later and y'all just been out here doing bullshit affecting a third person. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I mean. Like about somebody got to be able to call somebody out on a bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, but mainly me, I look at it more from from the side of those unwritten rules. People will hold you back. That's why I, I, I kind of took from it, too, because if you do something and you get a job, you get a house, you can get a girlfriend. Excuse me. You get a girlfriend. You can fucking get a pair of shoes and or you can start a business or anything 
that be the moment when you kind of find out what kind of friend they are because some people don't want you to go to that next level because they feel like you're leaving them behind which you are if they stay there themselves. you know what i'm saying and it's like you should leave a person behind if like why would you want to stay here forever like nobody wants to stay at a job and make ten dollars an hour forever like you want to get a raise you want to get a raise so you can get make more money so you can get a better car get a better house buy better stuff for your family and all of that so what kind of friend wouldn't be happy for that what kind of friend wouldn't support that kind of like i'm finna move to atlanta niggas be like oh man you just like come on man like let that man chase his dream and if you can't do that it's really that's what I say, like, you got to really think about that, but that's when I say the doing the uh, inventory on your on your friends, that's the part that makes makes real sense to me and something that I learned how to do. And when you start doing that over the years, it's people that I used to hang with every day. I don't hang with them no more. And then we was texting and calling, hey, every now and then, then they stopped calling, they stopped texting because sometimes... We all got that person in our lives that they only call you when they want something. They only call you when they need something. They don't call and check on you like, and that's one thing I say about like my boy Germ. When he texts me and he asks me for something, he'll tell me, when you get the chance, can you send me that email? When you get the chance, can you download that picture? Can you, when you get the chance, can you? That's him respecting my list. That's him respecting the fact and understanding that he's not number one on my list some people call you they don't speak they don't ask you how you doing they ain't ask you if you ate or nothing they get right to what the fuck they want hey man what's going on man hey i need blah 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 and it's like i'm at work or i'm with my kids like and they'll be like oh man it just take a minute that's them disrespecting your list that's them not understanding your list and that's what i mean about you know people being in these relationships without getting the rules right and, and, and having that conversation about, hold on, man, I work six days this week. I ain't seen my fucking wife and kids all week. We at the fucking movies. I'm gonna call you back. And people, that's the kind, that's when you know what kind of friend you got. If they get an attitude in that moment, then they don't respect your list. Because why wouldn't you understand that? I, I, I had, a, this is an example of somebody that I know personally, and I ain't going to blast nobody, but if it hits your ears, you know who you are. They called me and I was at work and they said, um, Hey, I need you to do me a favor. And I said, I'm at work. Oh, today. Like, how you going to say we cool? You my friend and you don't even, I ain't saying you got to know somebody's work schedule, but like, you don't even know my work schedule. You know what I'm saying? And I, but I've been on this same schedule for a while. I've been having a job. Like, I've been working. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you calling me, expecting me to just be free for you. And it's like, I can't call you that way. And it's, I probably could, but I don't. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just not how I operate. I don't, like, expect people to be sitting around holding their phone, waiting on Michael to need something. And... And if you not, if I call you and you can't do something, I don't get mad. That person was like, oh, man, well, when you get, you know, what, what day you off? Like, never once asked me what I had to do. Never asked me what kind of plans. Like, oh, well, you can't do it today. When can you do it? Like, what, what what's your next off day so you can do it? And it's like, no, nah, now I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I mean. So and then, I mean, I'm getting off into the friend stuff now because, you know, you think um, you're thinking about how people handle situations like 
like say you tell one of your like friends your good news and then they like you know or like some one of your accomplishments or something you know what i'm saying like say for instance you might tell them like hey man i'm i, I got a promotion at my job and i'm thinking about moving and they hit you like with the oh yeah like you know what i'm saying like the whole like whatever sound effect shit you know what i'm saying like those that's the kind of shit you got to watch out for because that is the person that's not trying to let you get to that next level you know what i'm saying like on some real shit it's all about leveling up and that's really my main concern because when we have these relationships with people and you feel obligated to them or you allow them to make you feel obligated to them that's when you you will stop yourself like subconsciously not going to that next level because you worried about what the fuck they gonna say or what they gonna think or if they gonna say you acting funny and all that shit like but the truth is that's just they manipulation to keep you in the box for them not for you because what kind of person don't want they homeboy to get a better car or better house or you know get married and have a kid or Whatever. Soon as one of your friends, you with your friend, y'all been friends. Soon as he meet a girl, first thing come out of nigga mouth, oh man, you pussy whip. Like, why he can't just love her? Why he can't just want to be with her? Why can't he just want a family? Why can't he just not want to sit around you the rest of his fucking life? And why would you want to sit around him? Maybe because you dependent on him. Like that be the bullshit, man. I just be like, that's the kind of stuff you gotta watch out for. And then I had wrote this down too. Like, it's my fave, my favorite. When people put little in front of everything you do, those are the friends you got to watch out for. The niggas who hit the sound effects, the niggas hit you with the oh yeah, and the niggas that be like, uh, put the little on that shit. Like, you know, you got a little job. I heard you got a little house and, you know, I heard you got a little promotion. You know what I'm saying? No, nigga, that's big shit. You know what I'm saying? I heard you got a little, you trying to start a little business. Like, no, it's a big business. You know what I'm saying? But Nike started little. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay-Z and Beyonce started little. You know, I mean, all kind of shit start little. You got to plant the seed. But if you let your friend talk you out of water in your seed, that's your fault. It ain't his fault. He doing what he's supposed to do. If he's miserable and he's scared that you're going to leave him behind, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. And you, you the one that's falling for it, you know, like, <laughs> I don't know. When I was getting married, I had people asking me, like, you sure? Like, what the fuck man like what you what, what you mean am i sure then you know it's gonna be hard man every day you know what i'm saying and like yeah well you know not being married is hard every day not being a just going to work and being right and you know going to church or try to go to church i don't go to church as much as janetta would like me to go but we watch it on tv but the thing is it's still hard life is hard anyway so why would you have another motherfucker around you making it harder that's that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like they just basically when you get ready to level up, people see it. Your friends, your family, they be the first ones to see it. And some of those folks uphold their insecurities on you with the man, you know, it's hard to start a podcast, man. You got to get this. They they be knowing they shit. So clearly they thought about it and then they talk theyself out of their dream. And then they'll try to put that shit on you. Cause like if you ever tell somebody I'm about to go into real estate. They'd be like, man, you don't know how to work on houses and be like, damn, nigga. Like, it's people out there that do. They don't ever offer you nothing. And that's what I mean about, you know, the whole, you know, friendship and them just not being right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and, and sometimes it just be. I, I remember Tyler Perry said, you know, it's like 
a spaceship when it go out of, into outer space, you know, it, it propels up, you know, it'd be going up and some of the boosters fall off after it get to certain levels. And that's how friends are. It's nothing bad. You did your job. You might have helped me. And we might have been cool at 25. But now I'm 30, man. And I'm looking for a wife and a house. And I'm looking for a family. And that's not a knock against you. It's just what I, it's just that's it. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like it be it, only thing I can really think of is that people do that because they don't got shit going on. Or they scared that you're going to leave. And then sometimes I'll be wondering, is, is it the crab in the bucket situation where they just don't want to want you to see you make it? Or some people do be that. This is another friend you got to watch out for the one that wants you to succeed, but just not more than them. Like I want all my friends to be, to be rich and, and make money and do what they got to do and handle their business because that's only going to help us all. If I got a millionaire friend, if he really my friend, he going to look out for me. If I make a million dollars, I got friends I know that got good ideas where I'd be like, okay, man, well, here go 15 grand. Go ahead, you know, get to that next level and get me back down the line. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying I'm going to give y'all motherfuckers no money because I got shit I want to do. But if I can do something like that and invest in something, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I share my friend's stuff and promote my friend's stuff and do what I got to do. But speaking of promotion for we go, go ahead. Uh, refresh us 15.com. Uh, they got hoodies, hats, man. They got the whole deal, man. Like stuff like that, man. Detroit cousins.com. Um, I got my man Bobo. He got platinum status. Uh, they got plug. We got like a bunch of clothing lines around here, man. And that's another thing that's crazy. Like we got all these clothes and y'all niggas will still, still walk in the Gucci store after they made that shirt. Like, I never wore Gucci before that, but they definitely can't get a dollar from me. But that's really the plug. Refreshus15.com. Go check them out, man. Another uh, good thing. But, I mean, back on this, like, when people, when your, like, so-called friends try to talk you from that next level, I just think it'd be like when, um, like, say in the, the movie with Ray Charles, where the, when he was about to quit and my man was like, don't do it, Ray, man, it's cold out there. And it's like, but the truth is it's cold in here too. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think about the situation when Ray Charles was about to quit, he, they was underpaying the nigga. They was treating him like he wasn't shit. He had to fuck old girl basically for a fucking place to stay. They already cut the deal behind his back. They treating him like he ain't shit. And on top of all of that, they get this nigga some heroin. You know what I'm saying? He blind. I, um, What the fuck was it, man? Like, he, the, he wanted to get the dollars. They couldn't even respect that he was blind to pay him in dollars. But these supposed to have been his fucking friends. They was in a band together. And they wasn't trying to support him when he say, man, I think I can go out on my own. And they like, no, man, you don't want to do that, man. It's cold. We, we, we the ones take care of you. Like, was they really taking care of him or was they really holding him back? So, yeah, he was getting paid. He was doing better than where he started at when he was living in the shed with his mama. But if you make it to the next level and you and they not supporting you and they not for you, like they not really helping you. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, why would I be thinking like, like what could be worse on the next level? You know what I'm saying? Like, and people do that all the time. We won't even go to the next level based on a person who's never been to that level telling you how fucked up it is. And those are not your friends, but you know, 
I, I, I just thinking about that, like when they gave him the heroin and all that shit. And my man, like, yeah, man, shut the door, man, close the door. And he kept walked in the room, and it was just like, but they end up giving it to him, and it's like that's them trying to keep him in a box. You know what I'm saying? The next thing you know, he, you know, he all fucked up. And um, I mean, shout out to Jamie Foxx, man. He did a good job in Ray, man. That was that was a classic. I got that right under Malcolm X as far as um, you know, people playing people. In the auto in the autobiographies. I got Malcolm X, Ray, and um Ali. Those are th my three. But like I said, them supposed to be his friends. But think about this. Picture if he wouldn't have quit and he would have just really listened to him. What if he'd have been like, Yeah, man, you right, y'all do treat y'all. It's kind of fucked up, but I'm gonna stay here. It wouldn't have been no movie, it wouldn't have been no hits, it wouldn't have been no autobiography, because don't nobody want to see no movie about the the piano player in the back the blind guy in the back he would have just been the blind piano player probably people probably didn't even know he was blind because it didn't have nothing to do with him and sometimes that's what people do they will ray charles your ass and say okay i'm in the front everybody see me and this is my band but then when you get ready to grow they'll be like no man don't go man it's cold out there and people sometimes people be like all right but that's why i say man wouldn't be no grammys or none of that shit man but I don't know, man. I guess the point is, like, every now and then you got to check your circle because, like I said, you got to, same way you renegotiate with your job, you got to renegotiate with the people around you, you got to renegotiate with yourself. And, you know, I think that's one of the best things I could say that I did for myself was really do an inventory on myself. Like, what the fuck is you out here really doing? You know, I'm talking about, like, when you go back to, 10 years ago, I ain't had no driver's license, you know, running around, like messing with multiple girls and shit and just not even spending no time with my kids and all. And then you do an inventory and then you be wondering like on some real shit, like them girls ain't give a fuck about me. Like, and, and clearly when shit hit the fan, them motherfuckers was breaking like a motherfucker. When they hit the light on like fucking roaches, they scattering like a motherfucker. When shit hit the fan, they go to jail or something or I need something. Then motherfuckers be like, you ain't my man. And it's like, you know what? You right. I'm not. And then when your friends, you know, they they break out when some shit happened too. You know what I'm saying? We got friends like that. Soon as some shit hit the fans, sometimes they don't have it. And I learned that too about friendships. Sometimes people don't have it. Sometimes people not in a position. That's but that's part of doing the inventory. Because just because you my man, that don't mean you can teach me about credit. I gotta go over here. And talk to this person. Now, if that means that I don't see you for two, three days, if you can't understand that, then nigga, I don't know what the fuck to tell you. Because I'm trying to level the fuck up. So, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it, I, all I can think of is, like, if somebody out there doing, like, real estate, and they, they might be my friend. And they be like, I need some help with my portfolio. Well, you better go get somebody. Because I can't do it. Like, I'm not going to. I'm not going to put you in a position to where you, because you my mans, you know what I'm saying? The whole baby boy shit, you know what I'm saying? Hire me and all that shit. I don't know nothing about managing a real estate portfolio. I don't know nothing about stocks and, you know, all that stuff. So go get somebody that do. And if you want to bring me along because I'm your mans, then all right, I'll clean something up. I can drive. I know how to paint. You know what I'm saying? It's something I can do. But we got friends that make me feeling like you obligated to like, you got a Fortune 500, I should be your CEO. Like, you know nothing about running a record label. You know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck am I going to hire you for? 
you know what I'm saying, nigga, you better go work that front desk or something. You know what I'm saying? And if they can't understand that and they can't respect the list of how things going, because however you start to build that shit, whatever kind of foundation you put it on, if you put it on top of some bullshit, it's going to fucking crumble. Or you're not trying to build nothing that heavy. I'm trying to build a skyscraper. So why in the fuck would I start off with cardboard? No, we need some real solid shit down here. And that's just how I go, man. Like, or they hit you with the, oh, you going to hire a, another motherfucker, like a white motherfucker or something like that. Like people be doing the, like the most when it comes to people leveling up. And I think it, it, I think it's mainly because people be scared, but I don't know. I'm just saying like, I'm not going to hire nobody that's not qualified. I'm not going to ask to be hired and I'm not qualified. I will not fuck your shit up just because you my friend and I need some money or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like that shit ain't right. And because if they cut the head off, then the fucking body's going to die. So that's what we got to learn to do too as as that friend. We got to learn to protect these people's dreams and their goals because I, I'm a firm believer that sometimes your blessing is on the other side of somebody else's blessing. If I can play somebody music on here, I can promote somebody's stuff. If they get the going, that could help me out. And then that can help my kids out. Then my kids can help their kids out. And it'll be all because granddaddy swallowed his pride or daddy swallowed his pride and called a person and asked him, hey, do you need any help doing this? But I don't know. It's just, you know. That's just one of them things I feel like we got to stop doing. And what we also got to stop doing is uh, some, this one thing I want to put on there. People, we got to quit acting like your friend owe you the crash course for something that they went to college for. Like you will go to college like me. I went to Specs Howard. I owe student loans. I sat in that class. I bought those books. I had to get a ride to school and sitting up doing homework and got to buy this stuff and get the laptop and go get a camera and learn how to do all this shit that I'm trying to do for you to come out after I get done. You ain't gave me no ride to school. You ain't helped me with no homework or nothing for you to come out and be like, all right, you my man's crash course me right quick. And it'd be like, no, man, you know what I'm saying? Not in a bad way, but like. I got to focus my energy on putting this stuff to use. I can't stop and teach you when you could have signed up for that class too, but you didn't because you sitting back like, oh man, that ain't going to work. And that's, you know, that's another thing that I'll be saying about, you know, these relationships and friendships where you be having with people. Like it's nothing wrong with teaching people how to do stuff. My thing be when people get mad, when you say no. Like, if you got time, if you want to come over and say, hey, Mike, man, what kind of camera you got? Well, let me come over there and see your setup or whatever. I'm all for it. But if I say no and you get mad, I'm not going to give a fuck because, like I said, it's only 24 hours in a day. I cannot carve two hours out to teach you how to fucking focus or something or what kind of setup I got. Like, you better catch me when I'm doing this or in the groove of things because that's just... That's just how I go, man. It just, like I said, man, we just got to just do inventory, man, and just check those relationships from time to time because you'll be getting used out here. You'll be getting played out here all because you feel like you owe that person something. Like, nobody really owes nobody nothing. Like, if you my friend, I feel like I do owe you 
to support you and to be with you, be by your side. And if you need somebody to talk to, I do feel like, but really, I really don't. You know what I'm saying? So nobody really, really owe you anything. It just be appreciated when somebody do do it for you when they say that they're your friend. But you can't be upset when a person just simply just don't be, you know, not ready and eager to teach you something or to pull you along or to stop doing something for you. That's not your fucking friend. You know what I'm saying? And they don't care about all the stuff you do. And like me, every time I work overtime at work, I'm missing out on time at the house. Every time I say I'm going to go over such and such house to help him out or, you know, I'm about to go do something. I'm about to go watch these videos that I'm missing out on time with something. So that's why I say you got to you got to build that list, man. But like like I said, niggas be so quick to hit you with the because you my man's niggas be so quick to, you know, try to guilt trip you. And, and that's. It's all fear, man. You know what I'm saying? It's really, I think it's all fear-based. And once we start approaching those situations, honestly, then we can get out of those relationships or, or stay in them and have a better relationship once people understand you're not first on my list and I shouldn't be first on yours. Like, that's just simple as that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got coworkers and we always make plans, but something always come up. And nobody never gets mad. It, it, I got friends where it'd be like, all right, man, I see you Sunday. And then my job would be like, you want to work Sunday? Hell yeah, I do. Then I call my friend back and say, hey, man, I'm working Sunday. <clears throat> you want to come over after work or before work or something? We have a conversation. We work it out. Some people in that situation to get mad and be like, man, fuck that. You know what I'm saying? This nigga think he is. But like I say, that boiled down to that person being honest with themselves, you know, because if you not honest with yourself and you don't know your place, then you will liable to say or do some shit that's out of place. And that's how you end up arguing and fighting and, you know, ultimately like losing a friend. But I'm, I don't know, man. Y'all know who y'all hang out with. Like, I know who I hang out with. I know who I used to hang out with. And I just done kind of opened my eyes to a lot of shit. And it's like, you know, sometimes, you know, it boiled down to like you ask God for something. And you might be like, hey, God, put people in place in my life to help me grow. Now, it might be a situation like that. And you're not careful what you ask for because it, God might give you seven seats. Or five seats or whatever. Now you asking him for somebody to come in. But is you really ready to ask one of those people, one of your family members, or maybe one of your kids to get up and let that person sit down? And how they going to feel when you ask them to get up and leave out the room? If it's seven seats at the table and it ain't enough room for everybody in here and we all packing, trying to pack like in a car or something, and it's only seven that can go, is you really ready to tell your kids or whatever, for the, or your friend, even though it's going to help you long run and it's going to help them long run, is they really going to be able to get out the car and let that person get in to help y'all get there? So, so is they going to understand that? And that's what I mean about the list because, you know, some people, and, it, and, and it's not in a bad way, but some people can't help 
where you going your situation like i can't draw i don't know how to airbrush i don't know how to paint so why the fuck would i not why would i hold you up on meeting with somebody that's going to do your logo and put it on the side of your building like why would i not get out the car for that person you see what i'm saying and that's what i'm saying like you just can't expect god to switch the whole shit up and add more hours to the day and more days to the week and month and year because you can't tell your fucking friend that I've outgrown you or not necessarily in a bad way, but hey, man, I just ain't really got time for that kind of shit no more. And I'm not finna try to squeeze it in. I'm not about to lose sleep. And if they can't understand that, then I don't know, man. Like I said, man, it's just all about growth. And if your growth if your friend feel like your growth is a direct jab to them, then you really need to reconsider what you're doing because I be so happy when niggas do stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how I feel on the inside. When I see somebody, they got a new house and a new car, I'm more like, damn, what you do to get that? I'm not never that guy that's going to be like, oh, this motherfucker, you, you, you got that and you moved here and you got with her and you've been acting different. Like, he's supposed to. Like, he's, y'all not 20. Like, you not his son. That's not your daughter. That, that like, to women. Y'all be holding on to these, like, single friends neglecting your man. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's some of the shit I really don't get. Then fellas be doing that shit, too. Like, you would cancel a date with your girl that you haven't spent no time with in a month because you ain't saw your homeboy in two weeks. Man, fuck him. And if he can't understand that, then really fuck him. Like, nigga, get the fuck on. Like, you might as well just stay gone at that point once you start hitting, when you start, when we pull out the scale. And that's another thing, too. Like, friends don't be wanting friends to really pull out the scale because people's feelings get hurt when the scale come out. The truth is, if we out here, and we trying to shoot a movie. And I, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get with people to shoot a movie. So once everything start going and we pull the scale out, if you got something to say about this guy that's helping me do the movie or at least go in that direction, when the scale come out, your feelings going to get hurt because Michael going to tell you, like, nigga, you don't, you don't even know how to count. You don't know what the fuck kind of camera we need. You don't know nothing. You ain't got no money. Or, and then that's when, you know, the feelings start getting involved. And that's why I say, like, a lot of these friendships – be one way and it keep you from jumping to that fucking next level man but like i said it, it it never be them they doing what they supposed to do it be you that don't do it and that's one thing um i just i don't know man i just i be wanting people to get along and i be wanting stuff to go smooth because what we've been doing like as a people it ain't been working and i say this all the time like if we got a group of 10 people and everybody ain't on the same page then the shit is really going to crumble because some now we got to stop and talk to this person and get him to understand his role instead of saying we explain this before we left the house we exp when we be born it's already explained go to school get a good job follow your dreams get a family like everybody want that stuff we know where we going so if somebody want to stop and go over here and get drunk and be a junkie or you want to go around here and like be on some bullshit that's not helping going that way, then we ain't, I'm not stopping to talk to you. I'm 40 years old. I'm 41. I'm about to be 42 years old. I'm done stopping talking to niggas. If, if you ain't going that way and we not heading up the hill, then what the fuck is we really doing? Like, is, is, is it really a friendship if I got to stand here and argue with you about where I'm going? Like, come on, man, you should be going somewhere too. You know what I'm saying? And 
anybody that got a problem with it, I don't know. I, that's why I say, like, I mean, I hate to, well, I don't hate it. I, I mean, it's good that I got friends, like I said, with like with Jeremy, man. That, man, that man, and Mo too, they hit me up and they say, man, what you doing? Like, they start the conversation off respecting and understanding the list. Man, what you, you busy? And then get, no, nah, I'm good. Then they get into what's going on. People really out there, as soon as you answer the phone, they get right to, hey, man, I need $10. And not to mention the motherfuckers who want the $10 and want you to drop it off. That's total disregard for your financial situation, your time, your list. Like, if you tired, if you hungry, they total disregard. And then I say they're your friend. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that you should base friendships on what I feel they should be based on. But I'm just saying from a person who I feel like them shuffle through a lot of friends, one thing that's all of them have in common is the list get tested all the time. And when that, I mean, when that happened, it's a fork in the road. What you going to do? You going to let this motherfucker dictate how you live or you going to go do what you're supposed to do? Either way it go. You're going to have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying from what I'm looking at, you might as well do what you're going to do because people going to say what they're going to say. And the motherfucker will run you in the ground. Your friend will run you in the ground, fucking drain your bank account like your girl or your boyfriend. The person supposed to love you. They'll run your shit in the ground. They'll talk you. You'll be up on the level, hand up there. They won't push you up or nothing. They'll talk you into letting go. And then you'll be back on their level. Then they'll be talking about how stupid you is and how you wasted your life. Oh, Michael had all that talent, man. He should have went to the NBA. But ain't another motherfucker out there ever picked me up and dropped me off. Ain't no motherfucker never was there at no games. One of no motherfuckers in no gym kicking the ball out to me while I worked on my jumper. None of that shit. But they'll be like, oh, man, this and this. Or, oh, man, you wrote a book. It should have been a movie by now, man. Like, come on, man. But ain't a motherfucker threw a nickel this way. And, them, and sometimes them be the motherfuckers, not will they not give you no money, they ask you for some, knowing what you trying to do. And then when you stop fucking with them, that's when it comes to, you know, I'm going to not fuck with this nigga and I'm not going to support this nigga, which is fine because... I mean, anybody that know me know that I don't get, I, I already said, I, I definitely don't get the support from the people that, that I grew up with and around simply because we disagree on things. And it's like, if that's the kind of relationship that people got to have, then that's the relationship that people got to have or you can leave. And that's just, and nobody should be mad. It should be like, okay, you doing that podcast shit, I don't fuck with it. All right. And we should still be able to be cool. But... Like I said, man, you'll, you'll be surprised that the people that you're in a relationship with and friendships with who will try to twist that shit into what they want it to be. And if y'all can't agree and even that scale out, then somebody is getting, you know, getting more of the of the fucking pie. And then you got to think about that, too, because we out here cooking pies. So why would I cook a pie and give it to a motherfucker? Not the person that helped me, not the person that went grocery shopping, not the person that helped me in the kitchen and checked the temperature and all that. I'm going to give it to this person who doubted the pie from the beginning. No, I'm not going to do that. So I just be saying like people be, I don't know, I'm not I'm not a, a expert. I'm just, you know, going off stuff I've seen and 
um, stuff I've been through. And when I saw the quote, it was just kind of funny because, like I said, we all do that kind of stuff. And it be like, motherfuckers will say they're your friend and they don't even check on you. Like, some motherfuckers really be like, finding out that their friend is dead because they needed something. And they'll call and be like, hey, man, uh, let, Mike, man, let me use, I need to use your uh, snowblower or whatever, something. And they'll call and they'll be like, man, he dead. That motherfucker died in October. And they, be, they don't even know because they don't really fuck with you like that. You know what I'm saying? And it'd be something as simple as just text them. Like, you ain't, like, come on, man. Like, we know better. Like, I ain't got to get off into people having stuff like that. But I just always say, if one of us doing good, all of us doing good. And I don't see why people don't see that. And if somebody is... If you're in a relationship with somebody and they not backing what you doing. And that's another thing, too, I want to dabble on. Like, they, you'll have a friend that's not doing nothing. And although your situation could help them, they won't back it because I always say, I say this about black people. We be more concerned about who name on the building versus doing things. And that's why I say when I post that picture of LeBron with his homeboys, like, all of them got, they back LeBron. What do you need to do? What you need, Brian? What we got to do? Where we going? Because they know that shit going to trickle down to them. As long as Brian on top of his game and he doing what he's supposed to do, man, we all going to eat. But people don't get that. People don't get what they say, the, the one, a big wave raise all, a, a, a rising tide raise all boats. People don't get that. People more concerned about the size of your boat what you got on your boat what's the name of your boat we be sitting up arguing about that instead of just like okay i'm gonna take what i can get and i'm gonna just live my life everybody's not gonna be a millionaire but like i said most people they don't want that man they want to keep you boxed in they want to keep you on that level because sometimes that it doesn't put their shortcomings on display if if everybody on this level it's hard to see but if everybody go to the next level and he the only motherfucker down there then he started looking bad when it's 20 people and then 10 jump up them 10 like oh shit then it'd be eight then it'd be two then it'd be one and now he down there the one nigga that was trying to talk y'all to not jump and then it'd be that but you know i, I mean I, I don't trip because i don't come to terms with everybody ain't gonna support you everybody not gonna make it everybody not gonna come along everybody not gonna agree everybody's not gonna want an equal friendship or an equal relationship it's all about you drawing your lines for what the fuck you want to do and how the fuck you going to do it. Me, I learned it. I ain't going to try to act like I had it down since day one. No, I done went through some shit with family, with friends. I ain't, I ain't really had no issue with like no coworkers because like this kind of like the first job I really ever had friends at. But I ain't had no problems with none of these motherfuckers so far. We Everything cool. Like, when I was in high school, everybody on the basketball team was pretty cool. But, like, I've done had my ups and downs with friends and, like, people in my family and stuff like that. But, like, never to the point where I didn't want to see them do good just because you're not over here with me. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I'm I, because I really, truly believe if, if somebody, say somebody in my family gets rich, it's going to really help the entire family, whether we get along or not. Because say, for instance, like say like my brother Marlon, if me and him get into it, 
and he get rich if 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 he decides well i'm going to open up this shop for my other brother if he hired me that still helps me you know what i'm saying and people that's the part you know people really don't get but i'm not here to convince nobody of that right there i'm just saying it's just no matter what we got going on where we are we just got to make the best of that and we can't be out here letting people like take advantage of us and, and use us in situations and that's why i say people hide the unwritten rules about relationships and when we don't have these conversations it's easy for somebody to take advantage of you or manipulate you with your feelings and your loyalty and all of that but like people be saying like what you need most from a friend people be like loyalty no i want honesty because if you honest if something bother you sometimes a loyal motherfucker let some shit slide if it bothered them because they loyal to you i would rather you just be honest and then we can work you know through that stuff but like i said man and i always always say be careful what you ask god for because that person that's your friend if you ask god to bring people around you he might have to bring somebody in to make some of your friends get up and leave out so have that understanding in y'all friendship to where nobody is arguing and ain't nobody feelings hurt you know what i'm saying it's just simple as that but I'm going to get off of that, man, because I, I think I probably already said enough. I already be be hearing little chirps of, you know, I, I supposedly be taking jabs at people. I don't. I be talking to everybody and nobody at the same time. So if the shoe fit, walk it. If it don't, fuck Michael and his podcast. You know what I'm saying? I'm just a nigga with a microphone. But before we move on. DetroitCousins.com, RefreshUs15.com, DeuceFireClothing.com. Make sure y'all go and shop with us, man. Good folks, man. And if you want to send anything to submit some music, um, be a guest on the show. If you got any questions, just uh, Mike with a mic, 313 at gmail.com. And I'm going to get into this right here, man, because this it's tax season again. And um, something I like to do is talk about what we can do with our tax money because i'm a firm believer that we we it's we gonna have to do this shit together like nobody is superman is not coming out the fucking sky to save us ain't nobody finna like all of a sudden like have some rich uncle die like that shit is not happening no more or if it do lucky you but what i'm saying is we down here every single year any given family could get seventy five thousand dollars or 50 or whatever and just income tax money and i put this up on the status too the other day and people be ignoring stuff like this that's how i know the real shit i be putting up sometimes like i said how much do your family make a year and then i said that's how i know we don't want shit because it can be like 10 or 15 people in the family everybody making you know 20 30 40 thousand dollars if everybody really just put a thousand to the side and bought this building then next year fix it up then the year after that y'all open People don't want to do that. But like I said, this income tax season, hopefully you can um, start a business because, you know, it's a lot of businesses out there that you could start for under five thousand dollars, you know, landscaping or whatever. Or you can just take that five grand and give it to somebody that's already in business. Somebody might have a boutique or a clothing line. They might have a store and five thousand in inventory changes their game. 
you know what I'm saying? They can come down on their prices. And now you're an investor. You're getting 20% of this store or 10%, whatever y'all work out. Shark Tank that shit. But um, even though I'm not a fan, y'all could play the stock market game. You know, I'm just really not a, a huge fan of the stock market because um, I just feel like you ain't got no control over it. You know what I'm saying? Whether you win or not. You know, I'm, I'm just not really with that. You know, and the stock market, you know, if we're going to get on that, like, um, you only win if somebody buy your stock. That's why, you know, like I had said it before, like, you know, people would be like, I put in a dollar and it went up to $5. Like, it's only worth $5 if somebody give you $5 for it. Other than that, you just got a paper in your hand that's not even worth the dollar that you invested. So that's why I say instead of investing in, a stock market, why people can't get together. We get together and bought all these stocks. Why we couldn't get together and buy a grocery store? Why we can't get together and buy a shoe store? Or, you know, we can do that. They franchise Foot Lockers. They franchise a Taco Bell. I don't know why people think they wouldn't. They franchise a Subway. They sell us one. If we walk in that motherfucker with enough, with, with the money, they're going to give it to you. That's why I be saying, excuse me, I would rather have something physical i would rather buy this bottle and sell it this is my bottle so nobody can tell me what this bottle is worth but me and when i sell it i still got it if if all else fails i it, i still got this bottle if i can't sell it i can use it i can drink out of it myself you know what i'm saying when you put your money in the stock market you 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 sit outside on the porch while some other folks go in there and talk about rather you double your money or triple it or not. That's why I say I don't like that. But I'm just saying, y'all body, I, I'm not really a fan. I just um seen a post where somebody was talking about that they doubled their money or tripled their money, but you really didn't until you sell it. You you Your ticket is now worth $100. But if don't nobody think that that ticket is worth $100, then you're not going to get $100 for it. Like if you you getting interest off the money, maybe if you hang around long enough, I believe you got to hold on to the stocks. But I'm not the guy for that. I'm just saying your thirty eight dollars turned to twenty five hundred and all of a sudden people want to learn the game. It's no game to learn when it comes to the stock market. Like. From what I understand, let me say, let me make sure I say that, like, I'm not a I'm not no kind of pro at none of this stuff. This is just me and what I'm thinking. It's really no way to know. People like, I told y'all y'all should have jumped on. No, you didn't. You didn't know. You know what I'm saying? That's the part that I don't like. And then we be kind of, you know, talking people down into a hole and we could have just got together and bought a fucking building. You know what I'm saying? If you, or, or a grocery store. We need a black owned grocery store around here. What's wrong with being 20 people? 20 owners to one building that's the thing that's why i say go back to what i was just saying a minute ago people be worried about who name gonna be on the building and all of that stuff and we can't even get along enough to say whose name's gonna be on the bank account or anything man we can't do none of that but we'll take trillions of dollars or i would say millions of dollars and say here you go person i don't know who don't live around here, who don't care about around here, because if you did, you would be around here, but you're not. But here, you know what? Here's all our ten dollars. Here's it's going to be a thousand of us or a million of us going to send you ten dollars. And you tell us if our ten dollars going to be worth ten dollars tomorrow. And that's the part that's crazy to me. That's what I don't like it. But but I don't know. I never really dabbled in that. So. I, I'm not really nothing. I just I would rather have something physical in my hand. But, you know, 
and not have to depend on like a boardroom that I'm not invited to, to, to tell me if my $10 is still worth 10. But I'm going to just put this on you right quick. Like, this is what I think happens when people invest. <laughs> you, we, we get together and we give this company a million dollars or to say $10 million. We give this company $10 million and we all got these shares and we part owner and fucking Mike with a Mike coffee mugs or whatever. Now that company got $10 million in the bank. Now, while you sitting back waiting on this person to tell you that, they can take that $10 million and put that in the bank. That's his. That's his money now, whether you know it or not. So he can take that $10 million, put it in the bank, and then tell that bank, I got $10 million now. I need a business loan for my business. Now, he can take that money and say, okay, fuck Mike with a mic, coffee cups. I'm finna invest in making these wooden monkeys. Now, you don't get none of this because you invested in this. So now he done took your money and used it for a loan because your 10 million is still over here. So when if you ever want that back, he can give it to you. But he done went and got use your money to do this. And you can't get none of that because that ain't what you invested in. And now the company, they got, they playing with house money at this point. Because at the end of the day, even if y'all ask for y'all money back, they still got this loan. And um, I just be thinking like, why we can't just do that ourselves? You know, I mean, we can. I just don't get why we not. And we study falling for the bullshit. Like, that's why I was saying on one a couple back. Like, I would, I like when people play the FanDuel stuff. You get your money then. If you buy this bottle and you sell it, you get your money right then. You ain't got to wait and figure out what's going on. Now, if these bottles don't sell, then obviously I have to come down on the price to sell them. But they still mine. You know what I'm saying? And I still have them in my hand. That grocery store, if we buy... Uh, mammoth that's ours it's right there we can see it we can touch it we can go in there we can look around when you put your money in the stock market i just feel like you know they they be doing that but like i said they can just take your money and use it elsewhere like they can open a grocery store some people do that too they take the they take all this investor money like wolf of wall street and they go off and do other shit and they open up a store in here and then we be like oh man another white owned or you know arabic owned restaurant or whatever but you spent we done spent i say we we done spent this year a half a million dollars at this coney island walking past that black owned store over here and then we wonder why this coney island is study franchise and study building and this one not because we going in here and we investing in here like rather you think that buying food or buying clothes is not investing in the company yes it is and you're not getting nothing back but like i said they can take your 10 million dollars and put it in a bank account and then they can get interest on that money sitting in day bank account so it's day interest and if they want to give you that's why i'll be i'll be like they might say you get one percent interest on your money now let's just say you give them a thousand dollars so you're getting ten dollars interest every six months or three months whatever the bank cutting them probably fucking say the bank cutting them 15 percent. so they making you know two three hundred thousand off your money and they give you ten fucking dollars when we could have did that ourselves but 
it's always better and shiny when it's a when it's GameStop or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if somebody come along, your cousin come along with his clothing line and he want four grand and he got his plan and all of that stuff. People just really overlook that. Your cousin that do music, he just want to shoot a video. Who knows? But people won't do that because it, it's not big and it's not shiny. You know what I'm saying? It's That's what I think it is. And then I'd be thinking it's more about you know who name goes on the building but like i said they if they if they can put if they put your money in a bank account and they getting the interest off of that money they can take that money and go do something else and you won't get a part of that if if we gonna do something we put money in a bank account and we say okay this is for this building we refinance that building we're gonna do this and we're gonna go get this other building now we got two buildings because we used our money to get money like companies do all the time and not to mention with the stock market and i ain't hating on the stock market neither man i know i'll be talking about it and i'll be talking about it in a bad way because i don't believe it but the truth is when the shit hit the fan you think those companies gonna dig in their pocket and just start giving y'all y'all money back no the first people to get asked out is gonna be y'all you know what i'm saying and, and i don't know i just be saying like they can they use that as collateral because they got $10 million now. So even if they got bad credit, if they come up with a good idea that people fall for, and it'd be like, oh, man, um, this person got this money because money is the the shit. Like, if you got 10 or 15 fucking million dollars in the bank, a bank will loan you $50 million. Same way with us. If we got 100 grand in the bank, they'll loan us 200 grand, and then we can go off and do something. We just got to get to that spot first. And we can do that with... 10, 20 people. They doing it with the um the Tulsa fund dude, but I don't know. People been talking that he a dirtbag. I don't know. I ain't never fucked with him, so I ain't going to speak on if he a dirtbag or not. But I'm just saying people say that. But that be what keep us from doing shit is that kind of element out there. That's why I say get with people that's on your level doing what you're trying to do or at least invest in something that you can see. If, say, you give a person five grand towards getting a movie done you can go up to that movie set you an investor you you an executive producer at that point you know what i'm saying so it shouldn't be no problem if you if you buy fucking mammoth you should be able to get a set of keys if you an investor you get a set of keys you can go up there and see what they doing is they putting the drywall up like and we can be on top of it when you put get your money to the stock market that's it you gotta sit on the fucking porch till they come back out but i'm just saying like all else fails, man, and let's say the market crash, then y'all asked out. Then you were part of a class action lawsuit against fucking Dimmler and Miffler or whatever the fuck these names be popping up on TV every now and then. And then they like, oh, we got $6 million of the $10 million back. But now y'all got to split that with fucking 84 million people because these motherfuckers be hitting licks. And then it don't be no consequence. You know what I'm saying? It, that's the part that scares me from it. That is no control. You ain't got no control over it. You don't know the people that you invest in with. You think you know them because they got a commercial on TV. But these people will close their shit down and walk the fuck away with their interest money that they made off of your money and go start some other shit. Y'all ain't never heard of these companies when these niggas go under like starving no they have some other shit already set up that they set up with the fucking money from interest and loans from other shit because once you get the money in the bank you good to fucking go that's why when you send money in cash app they charge you to do that they put them pennies to the side so if, if everybody said fuck cash app they done already 
charge you three cent on the dollar the last fucking 10 years of sending money. They, they good. And we could be keeping those three cents for ourselves. And, and that's the part that I'll be saying. But like, but people might say like, they can't do that. Like they can't do that, Michael. They can't just up and just not um, give people their money. But yeah, the fuck they can. Like we'll sue them. Like you really going to go to court and try to sue somebody? Most people don't invest that much. I'm just saying like the average person might invest $10, $20. So if they say fuck you and just stop answering the phone, like you really going to go to court and try to sue them over 20? No, you're going to let it go. You know what I'm saying? Then who you going to talk to? You're going to talk to this same white man that y'all been talking about. You think they're going to let you ruin one of these companies that's paying taxes and helping them and politically backing them and financing a campaign? No, they're not going to let you do that. They're going to settle these one of these class action lawsuits like they be doing. And we're going to be asked out and then it's going to come back around. It's going to be another stock. And then it's going to be old man Bitcoin and all man then this, then this and this and this. And the whole fucking time we the consumer. Because I say this all the fucking time. If this person is a millionaire and he got millionaire friends, if it was such a fucking good idea, why didn't his million dollar friend buy all those stocks his fucking self? Because if you got a bright idea and you my friend, I'm assuming you're going to tell me first, Michael, man, I got this lick. They got this building for five grand. It's a car wash. It's up and running. And I got five grand and he say, I'm going to sell some shares so I can expand it. And we're going to be able to watch two cars at a time. And that's going to make it. Why wouldn't I jump on that? It's a reason why those other people don't jump on that shit. And then they try to say like IPOs and all of that. And you got uh, what I think it's called IPO where they got to sell so many to the public. That's bullshit because you do not have to do that if you got all the money. And that be the part that I, that's one of those little tweaks, you know, when people be like what they can do and what they can't do. They could can do what the fuck they want to do. These are the same people that y'all will run around and say they invented coronavirus to kill black people. But you won't believe that they'll start a company to suck money out your fucking pocket like that. Be the part that killed me. Like when I say something like I remember I was having an argument with somebody about um them going to the moon and the earth being flat and all of that shit. And then they say, well, why would they lie? Because eight fucking trillion dollars a year. Nobody gives a fuck about Mars, but yet they take our tax money to go like niggas can't get the work. But you worried about going to Mars? Like, come on, man, we can't keep falling for that same shit like forever. You know what I'm saying? Like we can take our 10 million dollars. Fuck Bitcoin. We're going to take our 10 million dollars and we're going to buy they had the little town down there for a million fucking dollars and nobody raised their fucking hand to buy it. Nobody said, let's get together and buy this and we can have our own theater, our own fucking bus station, our own. Nobody really wants to own. We all want to hit that big lick that we not going to hit. Do you really think they're going to let you hit that big lick? You got to invent something. You better drop an album. You better do something on your fucking own. You better start a landscaping company. And that's why I be saying Instead of taking your fucking two grand and throwing it in the stock market, get with two, three other people and y'all got $10,000 and get y'all some lawnmowers, get y'all some snowblowers and hit hit it, man. Because you sitting back waiting on this motherfucker to come out to tell you that he made you more money than him. You're not going not gonna to happen. You better play the fucking big game or something. But I'm, I'm just saying like, 
when it comes to the stock market, like I'm just really not a fan. I just it's no consequence for them. They playing with house money and they got us right where they want us. They got us desperate. They got us looking at, you know, these numbers they be throwing out there that m most people don't even know. Like, you know, such and such with Facebook. Facebook is worth a trillion dollars. And then it's like, oh, man, I bought stock in, in Facebook and it went from one hundred dollars to two hundred dollars. No, it they told you it did. But you ain't getting shit until somebody buy it. And if don't nobody buy it you just you just stuck and you don't have nothing that's why i say like i got this bottle right here and if they stop making bottles i still got my bottle if the stock market crashes your ten dollars is gone and you're gonna have to go jump through loops to get three of it back why uh what's his name madoff done bought boats and he been living life off of your fucking money and that's why that's why i don't trust it but you know i don't know it's just kind of crazy that, you know, kind of getting back on that when people be like, they they can't, they fucking can't do that. They do what the fuck they want to do. These the same people that choke us out on fucking camera. These the same motherfuckers who uh, have a fucking plan fucking march down a, a block. But then if Black Lives Matter do it, here come the fucking National Guard. So don't tell me about what they won't do. You know what I'm saying? These is the same motherfuckers that value the life of fucking tuna in the sea over people so how you gonna tell me they wouldn't lie to you about stock numbers when they already been getting caught lying and i'm not saying that anybody's lying i'm just saying that's why i don't trust it and that's why i don't trust somebody opening a fucking shoot on the door saying give me ten dollars i'm gonna make you rich we already rich we got enough money we spend fucking trillions of fucking dollars but like i said these Y'all, y'all, y'all probably just think Michael just the nigga just running his fucking mouth. I just say do your research and do basic fucking math. How much money do your family make? How much money get you 10 friends and be like, how much do we really make? How much money do we really waste on shoes and clothes and eating out? What if we tighten up on what we do for a year and we buy this bar? And then we be part owners in this bar. It might be six of us. Then once we get that up and roll, we buy another bar. Then y'all three over there, us three over here. Couple years down the line, two, two, and two. Five, six, seven years down the motherfucking line, all y'all got y'all own bar with something to leave to y'all kid. Because that's one thing, we always looking for the big lick, but we don't look at stuff like, do you really think that these people become millionaires and billionaires overnight? No, they put a plan in motion. I said this one time, and it just makes sense, but I just like putting it on people. The first slave ship that came here, that motherfucker knew that that was for the future. He knew if I can do this and this and it for 100 years, my kids going to be cool. My, they knew that. They, they already knew that. When motherfuckers be putting stuff in motion for 10, 15, 20 years down the line, they know I'm not going to be able to eat it. I'm not going to be able. I'm finna plant this tree for my kids, I, I might not get a, I might not get not one apple off this motherfucker, but I'm about to dig this hole. I'm about to plant this motherfucker. We don't want to do that. We want to be the one with the necklace on. We want to be the one in the car. So we finna take our income tax money and go buy a fucking sectional when you could have took that fucking three grand and started a business with two of your friends. But going back to what I said, maybe y'all not really fucking friends. And that's something we really got to start looking into and something we got to really be serious about.
And sometimes I say this too. We got to quit with all that black power shit. It ain't always got to be a black person. It don't always got to be somebody in your family. It don't always got to be your girlfriend or your boyfriend. Get with somebody that's doing what you're doing and looking ahead. Because I'm trying to leave my kids something besides a funeral bill. And most of you motherfuckers, that's what y'all leaving y'all kids. They're going to have to figure out how to bury your goofy ass. Because you won't even put fucking... Eight dollars to the side a month for life insurance or because you trying to beat the stock market. And that's not ours. That's not our game, man. Like, I don't know. I'm just I'm not going to hate that. But I'm just saying you can't expect these people to break a system that's already rolling and benefiting them to let you in. They do not give a fuck. They just see us as consumers. We, we are straight customers and we are just the fucking idiots of the game you know what i'm saying because i i i challenge y'all to find somebody who really won in the stock game i don't want to hear no shit about he turned 20 dollars into 400 who actually got they 400 fucking dollars back who really put their 20 in and got 400 dollars? i don't want to hear like well i put 50 dollars in bitcoin and it went up to 20 grand who got the 20 grand and then think about that and it's not that many people. If you might find one or two, but it's not that many. But what if we would have never did that and all of us would have just went over here and started a fucking record label or a distribution company where we don't have to constantly go to these folks to get our stuff mixed and mastered and all that? What if we really just cornered our own selves on our own market? You know what I'm saying? But you y'all can sit around waiting on them to, you know, break a system that's been working like since fucking slavery you know what i'm saying like they really been they've been beating us with the same stick but i'm starting to wonder if it, if it's us beating ourselves with the fucking stick at this point but you know we we can start an investment firm why not it, companies do that all the time too I, I said that on a couple of shows a couple of times and motherfuckers just really don't listen i don't think like when a when a team get bought they'll say such and such investment group bought this then you'll you pull the page back and it'll be 50 names on there such and such company such and such company such and such company all these little llcs and all of that and all these personal people invested to buy this fucking grocery store or this baseball team and that's what we can do just get the paperwork right get with people that you can trust i ain't saying just jump in with anybody we ain't got to do that we got to get past that too and that's why i say go back to the friendship stuff but y'all sitting back Wait on somebody to do that for you and think that your $10 is really going to turn into they don't want us to have shit. So why in the fuck would they put something in the play for us to have shit? We is on one hand, we say the white man got their foot on our neck and they want us don't want us to have shit. They don't want us to grow. They fucking over our schools. They fucking over our police department. They won't let us get none credit and loan wise. But hey, over here, it's a fucking mousetrap with $10 on it. We'll run right over there. We're like, what's the fucking difference? You know what I'm saying? Like, is the white man evil or no? Is is they trying to hold us down or not? What the fuck is we going to pick a fucking side? Either they are or they not. And if they are and y'all really feel that way, then do something to fuck about it. I, I don't think it's like a particular person sitting up there. I think it's a system in play. I think that 
people like that's not white people that's not racist, they not going to speak against that system because it's benefiting them. The moment that they say we deserve reparations or something, they got to admit that they did something wrong. They're not going to do that. The minute that they admit that we need reparations from some company like fucking a fruit company where your granddaddy was picking apples for this motherfucking oranges back in the day, the minute that they say that, they got to dig in their pocket and give you something. And they not going to fucking do that. And and or they might dig in the pocket that you filled up with your investments and give you your money back. They give you your $10 back out of this pocket and say that that's their money and then crash the market and use your money to pay you back with or tax you or go up on gas or whatever. Like all this reparation shit, we going to give it to ourselves. So we going to be sitting up talking about that and we, we going to give it to ourselves. So why not just say fuck all that and just do it ourselves over here? We don't have to chase that. That fucking white man's dream that y'all say is a white man's dream. I'm just using that word. I, I think it's everybody's right to have a dream. But like I said, man, the stock market, I just feel is just a bunch of like fairy tale numbers to keep people investing. And sometimes people win. Sometimes people got to win like the lotteries. People got to win for people to keep playing. But how many people really win the lottery? Not that many. I mean, for real. You really think like they take every dollar and give it to somebody? Hell no. They putting them some pennies to the side. They got a staff to pay and they got people who get bonuses and all that. They even do that with Red Cross. They do that shit with FEMA. They do that shit with everything. We donate this money and like we'll give them a dollar for fucking Blue Cross, Red Cross or whatever and 30 cent to make it down there because they're going to pay. They're going to take care of their folks first. And then when it get done, that little African baby with the fly on his fucking face, he going to get fucking a pack of 10 cent noodles when we done sent $100 over there. And he and but this motherfucker got a fucking BMW when we could have just did it ourselves. So that white man foot on the neck shit like that's one of the things we got to really kind of get away from because we definitely doing it but you know we talk all that generational curse and breaking you know the you know having money for future and all of that man we never we not gonna get it the way we doing things and i really 100 percent believe that that should just kind of make me sad because nobody want to make the sacrifice to say I'm going to plant this fucking tree and I know it's not for me. It's for my grandbaby. Nobody's going to do that because we want to shit on each other. I, I keep saying that we so infatuated with shitting on each other today that we do not give a fuck about future in our kids, man. But I don't know. Truth of the matter is they didn't start off five steps ahead. We all was birthed day one. They got a system in play. We just got to get our own system we not going to beat us that system like we really not. I don't know what what y'all think going to come along. And we're going to all all of a sudden figure it out. And oh, yeah, I got the code, y'all. Come on, let's break the stock market. No, they shut that shit the fuck down before they let that happen. Trust and believe that they bombed fucking Black Wall Street simply just because. These if we couldn't, they won't even let us grow our own shit. So what make you think they gonna let you come in their house and grow some shit bigger than what they got? When we say they, you know what I'm saying? With the whole, you know, uh white man foot on the neck shit. I'm just kind of over that. I'm just saying, like, we gotta do better. That's all I'm saying. End of the fucking day, when it comes to investing and we getting all this tax money, we got all these stimulus checks and some people doing good, and I really applaud the people that really doing good. What I'm saying is it's a lot of people out there who 
don't have no business plan, but got $3,000. I suggest y'all get with people who got the business plan. Don't just make some shit up or don't try to take somebody ideal and make it better. And, you know, just work together. Cause, cause three grand, three grand, five grand, two grand, seven grand over here. Nigga might have 1500. Let him on in with the 1500. So what? You get 7%, he get three. And, and let's get this two, 300 grand and get us a Nike going. And then we can build us a board and we can sell stock and watch how them motherfuckers don't buy none from us. Because what do we really own to sell stock? We not because we consumers, but I'm done. I'm, I'm way past my time, man. I suppose not went this long anyway, but just a bunch of stuff I wanted to talk about, man. But um, the song I played at the top was Knowledge, Plandemic. Catch them on all social media platforms, man. Shop at Refresh Us 15, refreshus15.com. DeuceFireClothing.com, DetroitCousins.com. If you got any questions about the show, send them in to Mike with a Mike 313 at gmail.com. And um, we can get to it, man. Like, I'm all for, you know, getting together, treating each other better, and just being better. You know what I'm saying? I say this all the time. Like, sometimes niggas' big homies is younger than them. Sometimes your, the, your blessing is really on the other side of somebody's blessing, man. Once we start learning that, we, we'll be cool, man. People open up a business, and there's people in college that's going to come work for you. They don't care about you running the production company or you owning it. It's people out there that really want to help people, and I think we just got to get to that place. And once we get to that place and quit worried about trying to shit on each other, we should be cool because we all out here with all these thousands of dollars all over the place on solo missions, on solo dummy missions because, you know, that whole Puff Daddy bad boy shit, man, that don't happen often. Like how many record labels, how many rappers do you really know versus if we had just got together and just did a one record company? If we had just said, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to make sure that Everybody is taken care of because we gonna pile our money up here. Once we get to that spot, I think we'll be better. And the whole racism and white man foot on your neck and all that is not gonna matter no more. So, with that being said, man, let's just let's just think about that and let's just focus on having a good place to where we can even start the dialogue and not fight. You know. That's all, that's all I can say, man. Y'all have at it, man. Uh, I appreciate y'all listening. Everybody that watch on YouTube, everybody that listen through my Anchor app and all of that, man. I'm going to hit you with the outro. I'm Dunzo. You were just listening to...